I'm going in. It's too big. Size matters not. Didn't go in. So it's big. What's up, Star Wars fans? Welcome back to another edition of Hoth Topic. Check it out. This is three straight weeks of nothing but me with the Sarlacc crew on hiatus right now for the holidays. So you've got to deal with listening to me bitch and complain by myself. This is episode 14. Again, the third straight week in a row. Might go for four next week if something pops up. And as always, I'm the host, Chris, or otherwise known on the Sarlacc Digest as Darth Dad. A few things have been popping this week that we'll jump into Star Wars-wise. But first, a little personal note, I did officially accept my offer at my new job. So I will be starting that up, going back to my old career that I spent 20 years at. Um, Took two years and did a couple other things, but going back and uh, seeing how fast I can move up the ladder yet again. But pretty excited about that. Don't know how that's going to work with my schedule on the show um, as far as Hoth goes. But we'll make it happen somehow. But I get my weekends off again, and I'm off by 6, so shit should be uh, going pretty good for me. But enough of that. Let's jump into a galaxy far, far away. We got a bit of stuff going on, and I'm going to start out real fast with the Bantha Poodoo that's going on. Just nonsense uh, shenanigans uh, that people fall for, that people spread and go after. And we're going to jump on that right now with the rumor going around that George Lucas is directing an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff movie. Okay, guys, again, if it's not on StarWars.com, it's not official. If George Lucas doesn't say it, if Kennedy doesn't say it, if anybody from Star Wars doesn't say it or confirm it, it's not confirmed. This is coming from, uh, who the hell was it? I don't even know, Boris uh, Johnson, right? Talking about Northern Ireland and... This is the quote that got everybody stirred. And as I'm reading this quote, just bear with me that obviously he knows nothing about anything. The biggest grossing movie around the world of 2017 was Star Wars. Whatever it was called, it was the latest edition of Star Wars. But where does George Lucas propose to make the follow-up biopic of the life of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Anybody know? Here in Northern Ireland. That's the quote. What should start us off, first off, that he doesn't know shit, is he didn't even know the name of the last Star Wars movie. So right there, should take any credibility away from this guy, right? And he says George Lucas in an Obi-Wan film. He's taking a rumored Obi-Wan film and saying George Lucas. I think this dude doesn't even know George Lucas sold Star Wars to Disney. He's just saying, knows that George Lucas is affiliated with Star Wars and created Star Wars, and that's where he's going with it. Could there be an Obi-Wan movie? Sure. Probably one day. Um, But it'll be Disney. It's not going to be George Lucas directing it, as much as I would love it. I would totally dig George Lucas coming back. You know, he's been around all the other movies. He's come back, and he's he's been a part of it, and he's he's still been touching it. But there's no way he's going to really come back in the director's chair for an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. And the fact that he said a biopic of Kenobi's life, I I don't see us going way back when um, to see a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. I just just don't see it. There wasn't enough going on uh, prior to... You know, the Phantom Menace to make Obi-Wan, you know, a, a Obi-Wan movie that impactful to the overall lore. I just don't see it. But as usual, everybody, you know, all the clickbait sites and everyone else immediately throw up the, the headlines and, and the clickbait nonsense of confirm Lucas directing a Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, movie. And again, it's 
Not confirmed, not anything. As far as I can tell from this quote, this guy doesn't know shit. Uh, Boris probably, if he did know shit, wouldn't be able to say it. They would. It would be a secret, right? He would just say the next Star Wars movie, the next spinoff movie, anything. He certainly wouldn't say, see where George Lucas takes us with the next movie. He, he doesn't know shit from Shinola, and, and that's what's fucking everybody up. And the fact that people still jump on this stuff just shows what the Internet's all about for clicks and likes and starting shit up and getting everybody talking. And you should see the comment sections. It's just it's absolutely ridiculous. So can we please stop with the clickbait, people? Have some responsibility in what you do and, and don't spread nonsense. So that's my short little soapbox for the day. Now, there are other rumors going around, and I take these as more fun and, and to play with, right? Anytime you hear a storyline or a possible scene or anything like that, you know, I, I, I dig that stuff because you can kind of play with it and, and you can, you know, go into your theory crafting, which you know I love to theory craft. I do it all the time, and I upset myself because half the time the shit that I come up with, I'd like to see on film, and I'm never going to see the shit. But... Obviously, we've all seen the behind-the-scene pic of young Luke from The Force Awakens, um, the younger actor from the scene where uh, Rey touched the saber and had the Force visions. We know we saw the hallway on Bespin, but there was also supposed to be a scene of the Vader-Luke battle, and we saw the behind-the-scenes pic there of a, a younger actor playing Luke. And we've all also heard rumors of other... Uh, maybe a younger Palpatine, a younger, you know, all these younger characters that we're going to see in this movie or other people making an appearance. And Abrams did say he's going to tie everything together and things will touch, and, and, and that's going to be awesome. I don't believe all the rumors, obviously, but where there's smoke, there's fire, and I, I do believe they're going to play off some, some of this stuff. The rumor I saw today was that we'd see a younger Padme. Um, so, yeah, another rumor about another character. But what made me interested in here, what makes me want to play around with this a little bit in theory crafting, was the mention of the world between worlds, um, as we know from Rebels, right? When Ezra went there and uh, saw the daughter in the form of the owl and, and brought back Ahsoka, um, saw a lot of the scenes and, and pivotal moments from Star Wars. That's the mention that really intrigued me. And, you know, instead of seeing a Force vision, if Kylo somehow you know, gained access to the world between worlds, that would be fantastic and kind of take him down a, a history of Star Wars. Uh, not like one of those TV shows that'll, you know, after 20 or 30 episodes, all of a sudden do a flashback and show you all these great scenes. But going through and kind of teaching him how the the Jedi rose and fell and how his family, you know, uh, went through all their turmoil and the people involved there, I think that would be fucking awesome to see the world between worlds on film. You know, he'd have to gain access to it somehow. Um, I don't see him going on a search for it or anything big. I think I would like to see one of the Force ghosts, any of them. It could be Luke coming back to try to show him the way. It could be Anakin or Vader, Force ghost, you know, light or dark, showing him. Um, Obi-Wan, Yoda, hell, fucking even Qui-Gon. Somebody come back and make us just go, oh, shit. You know, we've already seen Yoda, Force ghost, right? We've seen Obi-Wan, Alec Guinness, Force ghost. I wouldn't mind, you know... Um, seeing a younger version of Obi-Wan, seeing the Hugh McGregor version do it. Um, but having a Qui-Gon ghost, or we know, I, I assume Luke's coming back, but somebody take him and show him the world between worlds, and he can go back to young Palpatine rising and seeing part of that, Palpatine killing Plagueis, that would make fucking 
everybody happy, right, to see Plagueis on screen. Um, the rumor actually was about him seeing uh, Anakin choking Padme would be the part that he saw in this rumor. And that could be one of those scenes, too. You know, major, major stuff. Um, I'd like him to see, you know, Anakin um, being found on Tatooine, right? Or leaving Shmi in the first place. Um, having him see Shmi die and then killing the Sand People. Uh, things like that. That would be awesome. Or going uh, into the original trilogy and, and seeing Luke find Owen and Baru or... Uh, meeting Han, meeting his father. That would be fucking awesome, right? Or seeing his father help destroy the first Death Star. Things like that would be just fucking rad to see. So yeah, so he goes into like theory crafting, right? This is what I would like to see is is him walking through with Luke, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, or all of them, fuck it, right? And then walking through just step by step, just like that, the Plagueis piece, the meeting Anakin, the uh, Anakin being found, leaving Shmi, um, Anakin going nuts, Anakin choking Padme, Anakin killing the younglings. Let him see all these and just see flashes through all these windows. Um, getting to the original trilogy and going through that and seeing those pivotal moments in his life when Han met Leia, when Han kissed Leia. Let's not show him when Leia kissed Luke. Let's leave that one out of there. He's already fucked up enough. He doesn't need it. Um... Show, you know, some of that conversation. Show Han and Leia kissing on Endor, knowing that that's when he was conceived was that night, looking at the Death Star. Um, and end it. End it with Kylo killing Han and saying, you know, that's when he lost his way and was was irredeemable at that point. I would love to see that. And maybe in this part, too, when they're going through these events, we get that some of that 30-year gap filled in. You know, we can see some of the stuff that Kylo went through that was going on with Luke. Um, you can see some of the reasons why Luke went away besides just Kylo. You know, give give Ben this uh, this whole other idea of the history and what's going on and, and give him an idea of why Luke was the way Luke was, why Han was the way Han was, why Leia was the way she was. Give him an idea of all this to try and bring some of his humanity back. I think that would be awesome. Hell, fuck, even this is the way... He really finds out about Ray. If we still want to know Ray's heritage, if we're not buying into the whole, you know, they were poor people that sold her for for drinking money, all this stuff. If we're not buying that, if something else is going to happen, we can see a little bit of history on Ray through through the world between worlds. Or this is where we get that story of Snoke and how Snoke, you know, used him. And maybe he'll see some of that part where he was being used and tormented and taken from his family and lied to. All this stuff to kind of either fuck his head up more. Or help bring him back to the light. I think that is absolutely doable. I think that's a cool rumor. Um, do I think it's going to happen? Probably fucking not. Because bringing things from... Some things work in animation that just don't work on film. The world between worlds might be one of them. That might be one of those um, tough things to... Like even when we saw it in animation, right? You you realize he's just walking through space on this little walkway. And seeing these these portals basically... That works in animation. I'm not sure how it would look on screen. If it, I'd, I'd be okay with it. I don't know how a regular moviegoer, not knowing what the world between world was, um, would take it. But I, I'd love to see it. Fuck, let's do it. Uh, JJ, that if that's the way you're going, I'm a hundred percent down there, man. And and that's the way that I see it going. If they do do it, is just uh, 
uh, straight grocery list of shit that happened in the Star Wars universe that we know, the, the Skywalker saga. If this is the end of the Skywalker saga, which we know it is, right, the nine episodes, this should just be a, a history, start to finish, through the world between worlds, um, of, of the Skywalkers, rise, fall, rise again, and then him being the, the last Skywalker at this point, because we know Leia's gonna, gonna pass. I think that would be, just be rad. Now, the other rumor flying around that I won't theorycraft too much on, because I think it's a crock, is that there's a scene with, okay, they said Leia's going to have a bigger part here than we're expecting. I have seen that. I've, I've seen from actors and stuff that it's it's the way she should go out and all this stuff that they, they paid great respects to her. But the big rumor I saw was that we'd see her wielding a lightsaber. And at this point, I've given up on that uh, hope or dream. All we needed to do was see her use the force a little bit, and she did. Whether you like the the flying scene or not, and it's really just floating in her pulling herself. It wasn't really that a flying scene everybody freaks out about. We saw her use the force to save herself. We've seen her use the force to sense things. I'm cool with that. I don't need to see her carrying a blade. And with that said, they said they weren't going to CGI her, so I really, really doubt that anybody had the foresight enough to film any scenes with her with a lightsaber. I just don't see it happening. Um, if they try to CGI it, it's not going to be right. So I, I just I don't see it happening, and we should let that one go. That rumor I should put in the Bantha Pudu bin uh, for not really going to happen. So what you think about all that stuff, right? Um, totally down world between worlds, not seeing the Leia with a saber. Now, big news came out today. More animated stuff from Disney and Star Wars. Uh, what we're going to have is Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures, uh, which they have comics and such for, for younger kids. And now this is going to be a set of shorts, um, kind of like Forces of Destiny, but this is based on the original trilogy. And we're gonna this is going to be for the Star Wars Kids website and their YouTube channel. Um, you're going to start seeing these in December. And it's going to start with uh, Luke getting his lightsaber. It's going to be the first scene. What's supposedly happening here with these is we're going to go through pivotal scenes in the original trilogy. Um, seen just a little bit differently using a lot of the dialogue. If you see the trailer, uh, it looks great. The animation looks cool. And they're using the old uh, dialogue and old... I, I, you could hear Alec Guinness telling the story of the Jedi Knights to Luke. So I think that's a, a great thing. The reason they're doing it that people online don't seem to get because they don't read the articles, they only read the headlines and shit... But that's why we're here, so we can tell you the article and, and get you, you know, down to earth. Is to bring the younger generation into the originals, because that is one of the problems I think. Is everybody the younger generation is very prequel centric. They they dig on the prequels. It's what they like. It's brighter. It's flashier. It looks awesome. You know, there's no denying that Episode Three looks fantastic. Episode Two just doesn't stand up. We've talked about that, you know, ad nauseum already. Um, but what I've talked about and I've seen with my own kids is if we watched, we've done marathons, and if you watch the prequels, and then you watch Rogue One, you watch Solo, and then you watch the originals, they just don't look the same. They're not as fast-paced and colorful as the others are, right? It was a different time, different technology, different everything, and a different story. Uh, you know, besides our world and the technology and, and everything here, there it was a darker time. So you just didn't see, you know, see it the same. What these cartoons are going to do you know, and it makes sorry. It makes it hard for the younger generation to watch the originals more so than the prequels. 
what this will do is will show the younger generation, the younger kids, like before teenagers and such, it's going to show them these stories, these pivotal moments, so they understand the lore more. And I think that's awesome, okay? Because it is difficult to get a younger kid to sit there and watch A New Hope. You know, they might be able to watch Empire a bit. They might be able to, I'm sure they can watch Return. You know, they, they really are more um, action-packed, colorful, and everything more so than A New Hope. Because they've seen, at this point, these kids have seen aliens and CGI and big beasts and stuff. It's not the same magic for the younger kids. But these cartoons could possibly bring them in and teach them about Star Wars, get them locked into the original so they, they love them the same way we do. Maybe not for the same reasons, but, you know, have a love for them and understand why things happen and, and who these characters are more and more other than just the original or the, the prequel folks. And, and, of course, with this, they're obviously going to have a set of toys come out, and they're coming out in December, the, the first wave. So look for that. I believe they said it was going to be uh, special or exclusive to Walmart in December, but coming out like January 19th uh, to all the other stores. So those figures, you know, it'll be a cool collector thing for that. Let's hope this does well. These shorts do well. Um, I would love to see. I, I always thought they should do the original trilogy. They could do that animated and be awesome and just do it voice for voice. Just make it more interesting for kids or more visually appealing to kids for them to see it. Um, I know it's near and dear to our hearts, and I know that might be a, a slap for some people and some purists um, to change things up. But to give it a, a different look, I, I think, would be awesome uh, to bring some new fans in. And that's what Disney's all about. You know, they're about kids. They're about bringing in new audience. They're a business, guys. You know, everybody gets mad about, oh, Disney's milking this and Disney's milking that. Disney's making money. Disney's got their money back, but they're not looking to just get their money back. They're looking to, you know, make money. It's all about profit and shareholders and all these things. And you need new audience, not just the same people, you know, that bitch and complain online and then dump on Star Wars the second they don't like anything. You need a new crop of people. You need you need the younger generation that love this. And with people falling off because they didn't like how Luke was treated, which, again, I still think it was perfect. You know, if you look at it and, and look deeper, it was perfect. But people still won't get over Luke. They don't get over the Leia piece. They don't get over Akbar not flying the ship through and letting Holdo do it. All this stuff, they don't like Han being killed off. You know, they, they get upset about these things and they drop. And then they don't watch Solo and they don't do these things. So we're losing if you want to call them fans, we're losing, you know, viewers. Um, they need to get them somewhere. And this is a great way to do it. And looking at the animation, I dig the animation. I dig it more than I dig Resistance's animation. Um, and I, th I think it's going to be a blast. And I'll, I'll enjoy watching these too. You know, uh, you'll get a condensed version of our original trilogy to help bring in a younger generation. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now, I did just mention Resistance. And all I'm going to say about Resistance is, shit, I'm still not into it. Is anybody into Resistance yet? Has anybody sit there and go, oh, yay, Resistance is on. I, I better get home and check that out. Or, oh, it taped today. Let me check my DVR. I don't even know what fucking day it comes on anymore. I have it recorded, but I just watch it when I decide to watch it. I I, I can't. I, I watch it because I'm a Star Wars fan. I want to know the lore and I want to know all this stuff. But really, I am just not digging it. Uh, Filoni being involved in this had me really pumped. And maybe I'm looking for something that, that I shouldn't be, but I need a little bit more. This needs to get deeper. I'm, I'm tired of the Top Gun and racing. and oh, I'm, That's not what I want to see, man. I, I want to see a little bit more. I just need a bit more story. This this klutz, clumsy-ass spy kid, you know, Cal is not not my hero right now. I I, I don't like it. Sure, I like Bucket. He's cool and, and a couple of the side characters, but there's no way 
this can carry on this way and keep my interest. It's not even kept my interest to this point. Um, and you guys know I love the animation. I love the comics. I love the books. I love everything. But they really got to step it up uh, soon because it's just killing me. And I'm just going to keep bashing it every fucking time. And I hate to bash Star Wars stuff. But, hey, man, when it's not good, it's not good. And I'm not, not buying it at all. I'm almost, you know, it sucks because Rich is going to end up watching this thing before he watches anything else. And be like, oh, see, this is why I don't watch animation. This is bullshit. And that's what's going to suck is I would, if this is the only thing you ever saw, I'd agree with him. Because it's not... It's not lending anything, not not lending itself to the the overall story, and you know if people do listen, if you know, because sometimes we say things and all of a sudden it gets answered somewhere, um, they've got to step it up here. I know they're all filmed or already done and ready to go, but shit, let's let's put some action in here. Let's put some more first order. We get little glimpses, right? Little holograms, and once in a while you get a trooper come in. It's just not not doing it. All right, that's enough of me bouncing off resistance and, and kicking it in the nuts when it's down because, shit, I could do that all day. Um, let's see, what else we got going on? Oh, we had uh, some Mandalorian stuff going on, so we do know Carl Weathers has been cast in there as well. We already had, uh, uh, was it Pablo Pascal uh, was already cast. We don't know who's who and what's what, but we do know they're they're cast in the, the show. We also saw a picture this week of the Russo brothers with John Favreau. Um, you know, you get the Avengers four guys or the Avengers crew and the Marvel crew. And, uh, I always say his name wrong. Takey Watiti or whatever the fuck Thor's producer and Green Lantern's friend in the Green Lantern movie. Um, you know, that's, that's, uh, that was neat to see because these guys are, I'm assuming probably going to do part of an episode or do an episode. You know, the, he produces it, right? Favreau produces the show and is in charge of the show, the writing and everything. But they have different producers coming in for the shows like they do on, a, on many shows. So, you know, you get the Russo brothers in there. You got I can I'm not going to get the, the Ragnarok guy. You get all these guys um, in there doing an episode. I think that's awesome. You know, um, get a little bit more vision. They get these guys hooked and want them to do another Star Wars movie. You know, I think we need help getting the directors involved that to want, make them want to do it again, because after Solo and The Last Jedi, shit. I don't think many directors would want to take on Star Wars just because of the fucking fans, right? So it's nice to see these guys getting there, buddying up, doing this stuff. Um, I really did dig that. And I really do have high hopes for this show. Really, really high hopes. So I'm excited for it to hit. As soon as the, you know, it gets going, I'm going to get Disney Plus and be ready for this shit. Fuck, I must be talking fast, man, because I'm running out of shit to say and we're, we're not even but 22 minutes into this thing. But that talk about the Mandalorian lends me to uh, another listener question. Again, from Mervine48, um, who we spoke about uh, two weeks ago, or spoke with two weeks ago. Um, and his question basically is about the Mandalorian show. And wondering if I could foresee any bounty hunter cameos showing up in this show, or does he? do I think it would make uh, the universe seem too small? Now, a lot of times I think the universe seems small in the cartoons, like Rebels, for instance, right? The fact that the Ezra was able to meet Lando, was able to meet Leia. They were, you know, they met the droids, all these things. Um, and then he was on Tatooine with Obi-Wan where Luke was. Um, he met Vader. You know, it made the the universe seem small at times. With the Mandalorian, I think it's a little bit different because bounty hunters would be, you would see each other more, right? You're in the same profession, in the same guild. 
Um, you could be competing, that kind of stuff. You know, anytime you have like a crime syndicate or bounty hunters, the galaxy is smaller to those people. So I think, yeah, absolutely, we could see cameos. Um, the main one he asked about really was Bosk, um, and wasn't sure how much a Trando or how long a Trandoshan's lifespan is. It's right around a hundred years, just a little bit more than a human um, per old legends type stuff. I don't know if they've even touched it in canon. But he'd totally be alive uh, during this time. This is only three years after Return of the Jedi. So basically all of them could be alive. There, there's an opportunity to see Dengar. I'd, Dude, I'd give my left nut to see these guys. Okay, maybe not my left nut. I like my left nut. But I'd pay money to go see these guys uh, in a show or on a, in a movie. Um, but Dengar could totally show up um, sitting in a bar somewhere pissed off because he's waiting for a job. IG-88 competing for a, for a job, uh, seeing Zuckus and Forlom. I could totally see any of this. And we know Bosk has had a long, long career. Um, he could be hunting Wookiees, looking for Chewie, doing anything, man. And, and, yeah, I don't know how far into the galaxy they're going to go with the Mandalorian or where they're going to go with it or, or much, right? He just We just know that this character is has been uh, inspired by the stories of Boba Fett and Jango Fett and things like that, and that he's doing his own thing, I don't know where they're going to take him. So it's kind of hard to theorize about it or guess who's going to show up. But 100%, I could see these guys showing up. There should be no reason. A three-year span. Fuck, I'm telling you, a three-year span, if Boba Fett survived, that's what I'm waiting for. That's the big cameo at some point in this show that should pop. This is where he should come back to life in canon. They should meet up with Fett or we realize that Fett's been helping him or something along those lines where all of a sudden, boom, uh, Fett's back in canon and he's alive. That's that's the perfect place to bring him um, or he hears that somebody is going around claiming to be a Fett and he doesn't dig it. Um, you guys have heard me, I think, believe with my uh, theory about, you know, the Mandalorian himself. I, I would like it to be a clone. Um, that doesn't age as fast as the other clones, like 99 age faster. And I know I've talked about this now. Um, but that's what I would like to see, you know, and then Fett realizing it, it may be a clone, which would make it family. You know, that kind of thing would be awesome. Um, but three years after Jedi, man, leaves it all on the table. We could we could see anybody in here. We can get cameos from regular characters, from, from anybody, you know, short of Vader and Palpatine and anybody who died. But we could, we could see just about anybody. Fuck, Carl Weathers could be Lando. We don't know. But, man, I, I can't wait to get more news on this and see a trailer or see some behind-the-scenes videos, see something in action, you know, or, or see some side characters and kind of figure out what's going on. I know it's coming up soon. I know I'm being impatient. But, man, I would just love to see some stuff. And I know this next year. We're in December right now. Or almost in December, right? We're a couple days away. So that means we're just under 13 months away from seeing, you know, Episode nine. That means this whole year we're going to be full of storytelling, and they mentioned that in the uh, the galaxy of, of you know adventures and and uh, that trailer, or in the the press release for it that 2019 is going to be a year of storytelling, a lot of stuff going on leading up to the end of the Skywalker saga. So I mean, just I'm looking so forward to this show and and even the Cassian show and every bit of animation that comes out and everything. I'm I'm really looking forward to it leading up to the the end here in December, um, the end of the Skywalker saga, obviously not the end of the Star Wars saga, but man, uh, excited for all this shit. 
All right, and last but not least, we do have an audio uh, shout-out from uh, one of our friends on Instagram, all Star Wars fans. I've been a friend of the show and the page since we started um, over in the U.K., and we'd like to go ahead and uh, hear what you got to say. And then uh, I haven't listened to this yet because I know Instagram only lets you hear shit once. So we're going to play this. Hopefully it records because, you know, shit happens sometimes. But we're going to go ahead and play this and I'll respond live to it. So here we go. Well, fuck a duck. It was a story on his page. He didn't leave the voice like I thought it was going to be. Well, shit. All Star Wars fans, you go ahead and uh, send me a voice clip for next week and we'll get it on here. God damn it. That's the shitty part and the awesome part about doing shit the way I do it. We don't do anything scripted. I don't do anything ahead of time. We just turn the mic on and fucking let it rip and see what happens. And sometimes that kind of stuff happens. That's fucking funny. But since that happened, let me fill a few more minutes with uh, a little bit of what I've been, what's been going on as far as my reading goes. And I think I mentioned before, you know, I like to go through all my canon stuff all the time to, to stay up. But I also like to dig into the old EU because I think it's fun. If you guys haven't read the Bane Trilogy, read the fucking Bane Trilogy. I'm on my third or fourth time in this last year. And man, every time I go through it, it's better and better. Whether I've read it or I listen to it on audio, which I'm doing right now. Every time I drive to work and my my commute coming up, I'll be listening again. Um, it, it's phenomenal. Uh, everything in there, you know, you can tell they took some prequel stuff. Um, that it was done after the prequels. And they, they put it in this book to make it all match. Um, of all my books that I read, besides the Thrawn trilogy, I, I really do think the the Bane set, even though it's Legends, is still probably the best read outside the Thrawn trilogy of, of all of them. And I swear, my wife and I have even talked about it. I'm getting a fucking, when, when next time I get a dog, I have four right now, I'm getting a Dobie, and I'm going to fucking name it Xana. And I can't, you know, I can wait because I have to wait for the other dogs to go away. But when I do... It's going to be named Xana because this fucking book is so badass between how Bane is, how Xana is, how the, you know, the Brotherhood of Darkness and the Army of Light. This is the kind of shit, you know, I would love to see the Game of Thrones guys pull. If they don't go all the way back to Revan, that's fine. Pull a fucking Bane show out of your ass and let's fucking do this or a Bane movie. Fucking love it, you know. And at the same time, I went ahead and watched uh, Clone Wars, uh, the, the Lost Season. Uh, last week, and I watched the Yoda, you know, set where he was learning how to be a Force ghost and all this stuff. He's going through his trials, and he saw Darth Bane come out of the, uh, out of the, uh, the, fuck, out of the tomb. And it does bug me a little bit. Their animation there didn't match up at all with how I saw him in the, uh, in my head and on the book covers and everything from the the legend stuff. Um, but. You know, having him, he's already canon. Let's do some stuff. Let's make him big and bad like he is in this book. I'm telling you, if you guys haven't read that or checked that out, check that out. After you've caught up on your canon, make sure your canon shit's legit before you go researching other stuff because then you get all caught up in what's real and what's not in this fake world we live in. Um, but, you know, check it out. After you catch your canon, get the Bane trilogy. Listen to it because it really does um, do really well on an audio version. Not that any of them don't. All right, so with all that said and all that done, it's a quick episode this week. You know, uh, sometimes it's a half hour, sometimes it's an hour and a half, depending on what I got going on and what's in my head. Um, and I do talk fast, so we blow through shit pretty quick. But tell you what, you guys send me notes, send me voice clips, send me whatever you want, and I will cover it on the show. Um, I haven't told anybody to fuck off yet, but I would love to. 
um, or telling me you're dead wrong. Because basically all the stuff that comes through, I can see maybe happening. Or if it doesn't happen, I can just tell you why. You know, it's not a big deal. Come on with some bullshit, crazy stuff, I'll blast you. But it's it's been pretty chill so far. But please, send me the stuff because I love going over it. I love the discussion. I mean, I wish I could just have you guys call in and, and, and go back and forth with you. Just my schedule doesn't allow it. But, I mean, fuck. Just send me stuff. I'll respond. We can have a chat about it online. We can, you know, whatever you guys want to do. I love it. So, um, with that said, I'm going to go out now and try to find myself a uh, a Dark Side Anakin from Episode 3 Pop and uh, a Django Fett uh, blasting off with a jetpack pop. So, I'm going to be hanging out at Walgreens for a minute. But tell you what, uh, you guys, I may do another show next week and make it a month straight. Uh, it's normally the Sarlacc week, but we're off. So let's uh, let's see what happens. Uh, if any news pops, if anything cool happens, I'll jump on and do another one. It might be a short one or a little .5 episode, but I'm down. Um, but until then, you guys have a, a good time out there. Enjoy your Star Wars. And until next time. I'll see you in hell. What I was thinking is that we need to cut a promo. Yeah, I've been working on some ideas. It's just I don't really know where to go with it exactly. What if I got like a filter where we could just kind of talk normally and we can have kind of a script, but then yes. I can I can like filter it so that one of us will have one kind of voice and then one will have the other. I want to put my request. Make me as Freddy Krueger. Can you do that? Maybe instead of the voices, what if we tried to like write a skit, develop a whole thing, and we have a backstory? And but well, I don't know. That might be kind of too long. So oh, like screeching cars and explosions and fireworks and yeah, and, yeah. Well, what about I like it. Maybe instead of you know doing a filter, we could just like reach out to Robert England himself and maybe. Ooh. He can, you know, just record a promo for us sometime. Do you think? I, I mean, we I, might have to like raise some money. We can do a Kickstarter, and we could just throw it out to like Robert England and you know, sure, just sure. just all kinds of actors, and and I think people will do that. I think. Sure. Why not? Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe we're overthinking this whole thing. How about if we just tell people where to find us? I like that. You can find us at Who Will Survive on iTunes. Stitcher on the Legion Podcast Network and on the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Also on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. Oh wait, can we do it underwater uh, with that, piranhas killing me? That and would kind of be brutal. And if that doesn't work, then you can do the regular promo. Alright, well just get in the water and I'll go get some fish. Alright, cool. Join the Nerds with Attitude podcast each week, now part of the Raw Live Unedited Network, featuring the Nerds with Attitude podcast. Covering pop culture, nerd news, TV shows, movies, comics, no, and toys. Also, listen to Nerd Tunes with Scott and Kevin, movie reviews with President Rob, Kevin interviews, and more. And remember, keep it nerdy. Kevin interviews. Nope, that's the show about cats. I talk to cats. In a world with far too many Star Wars podcasts comes one more Star Wars podcast. Yeah! 
The Sarlacc Digest, a bi-weekly show covering Star Wars news, toys, book reviews, fan theories, and new canon discussion. All wings report in. Join the Sarlacc Digest hosts as they bring you knowledge and lore. Man, whenever the Yuzon Vong dropped the moon on Chewbacca's head, it, it, I shot a Holy tear, shit, dude. What? Not f***ing canon. Jason and Jaina Solo. Why is it so hard for everybody to understand? The Passion. So when Luke took off Vader's helmet, you could just see the sadness going in, the lighting and the, and the tears forming, and it's just, the soundtrack just starts raising. And uh, then, you know it's a movie, right? What? The fandom. Okay, so I have my Darth Vader camping chair for the line, my brand new exclusive Luke and Leia vans, my Star Wars pop vinyl wristband that I just got. Oh, did I tell you that I was going to get my next... Uh... And the collecting world. I got the orange card of figures. I got the green card. I got the red card. Okay, do you have circles on hand? No circles, half circle? Half circles? Half circle. You got Palpatine Blue Saber? I do, and the barge. What the f***? No, not the barge. The Sarlacc Digest, bringing you line talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're proud members of the RLU, Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Find us, rawlivepod.com. Uh, Bigs and Bricks is uh, part of the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network, which means you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or the listening platform of your choice. Or you can go directly to rawlivepod.com. Yay!